awesome day that the Lord has blessed us with. Uh, I can't thank the Lord enough for everything that he's done in my life and everything that he's continued to do in my life. Uh, I praise him for the stuff that's coming down the line. And I, I do know that we, we have a lot of people in here that do need prayer and a lot of people that wish they could be here. Uh, Sister Judy still needs prayer. Uh, Brother Lace could use some prayer. Stan, I don't see him. He could probably use some prayer. Brother Waylon. Julie. Julie. She needs prayer. Uh, you can almost go down the line. And I know Brother Jimmy probably needs prayer. I need some prayer. Amen. As I, I've oh, kind of thought over it over the years. And the, the thing, I mean, people need money. People need stuff. People need food. But when it comes down to it, someone that will take the time to mention my name to the King of Kings and bring my name up to the throne room of God, that's priceless. I mean, that is priceless. If someone would just be like, it's like, Nathan, I'm going to lift you to the Father today and I'm just going to to ask him to help you with all the things you're dealing with or whoever it is, that someone would take the time to mention you before the creator of all things. That's priceless. Amen. I'm going to ask Brooklyn to start us in some prayer and now I'll start us off. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We worship you, Lord. We ask for your Holy Spirit to be here with us today and to be with those who can't make it today, Father. That those out there that, that need your healing touch or they need you to feel you with them. Just give them that hope that they need, Lord. Holy Spirit, we ask that you blanket them today, that you come and visit us today, Father. Help us to worship you in spirit and truth and that we honor you the creator of all things, the God of the universe, the Alpha and Omega, Jesus, Lord, we love you. And we're here to give you all the reverence and honor. And if you don't do anything for us, just being allowed to worship you is enough. We thank you today, Father. We honor you today. And have our praise arise today and shake the heavens. And we thank you, Lord, and give you praise and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. One thing, everybody can't leave the same time anymore. <laughs> Look around. Uh, vacation hit about 15 at the same time, I think. Thank you. Praise the Lord this morning. Good to see everybody. Rejoice with us as we praise God. Make yourself right at church and let's give God all we got this morning. Oh, you talk about a high place. You talk about soaring above. When we're on the wings of the Holy Spirit, Amen. God takes us to high places. Amen. Amen. We may still be living on earth, but He'll take us to high places spiritually. Amen. God bless you this morning. You may be seated. I know we're, I won't say limited in number. We're not limited at all. We're just few in number. Amen. If you got God living in your heart, you got Jesus Christ as your Savior, the Holy Spirit leading you, you're not limited. Praise God. Amen. We got the greatest power that exists. Well, we might have some church around here this morning. Amen. Glory. Glory. Just shake off the dust. Woo. Amen. Take it off. Come on. Praise God. Let's worship. Brothers are coming this morning. They're going to receive the offering. God bless you as you give. Go right ahead, God. Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning just thank and praise and glorify you, Lord. God, we just ask you to bless each one here, Lord, meet every need, spiritual, physical, financial, Lord. We ask you to touch your God, Lord, everyone in this church, Lord. Bless those that couldn't be here today, God. We ask you to reach out and touch them. Lord, dear God, be with them and guide them, Lord, dear God, and keep them, Lord, keep your hand upon them today, Lord. 
God, we ask you to bless, Lord, in this offering today. Bless those that can give, Lord, and bless those that couldn't give in a mighty way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. He's got praise this morning. We just join the to you. Glory! Glory! You got the word with you this morning. I know you hear me say this all the time. You might not have a Bible this morning. Just point towards mine right here. You can welcome to point at it. Reach over nobody in mind if you get a hold of theirs with them. Amen. Amen. We're going to proclaim this morning. This is the Word of God. This, this is, is the Word of God. God. I will walk in it. I will walk, walk in it. I'll abide by it. I'll abide by it. I'll adhere to it. I'll stand upon it. For it is my strength. It is my power. It is my power. It is my life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, praise the Lord for that. Amen. God bless. You can be seated this morning, and I believe, kiddos, you're out here once again. Thank you, Lord. We'll get through this. We're going to make it. Amen. God's with us. We're going to make it. Amen. God be for us. Who can be against us? Right? Somebody really needs this this morning. Matter of fact, we all need it, but sometimes there's people that really need it. I believe it fits both areas. We all need it, and someone really needs it. That's what I'm speaking of. We have an enemy that we need to, first of all, realize is real. We need to know that he came to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. So he's a murderer, he's a thief, and he's a destructionist. That's what he's about. But I know a God, I know a Jesus, Amen. who was much more great and mighty and powerful than he'll ever think Amen. about being. Amen. But the church has got to get hope of that, picked up, and go with it. Amen. The church is God's institution upon this earth to do battle against the enemy, folks. This is a battleground. Now God said the battle's his. David said that in his writings in the Word. Experiences with him, the battle is the Lord's. But I'm an instrument. Amen. We're instruments. But there is a tactic that Satan uses more than anything else that we need to be aware of. And we need to understand it. It's something called fear. Fear. He will cripple us if we allow him to. He will paralyze us to complete immobility if we allow him to. Have you ever been afraid of just you yourself? That's a strange question. Afraid of what you might do? Anybody? Fear comes in all forms. That's just one that comes to me this morning. Sometimes people are so afraid of themselves they're paralyzed. They're so locked down within this mode of a grip of fear that they can't even function. They can't even operate. This turmoil in their minds. Life of confusion. Fear. That, it involves turmoil and confusion. Of all times, the church needs to rise up and get above this fear and afraid of everything we say is going to offend somebody and they're going to come after us. Amen. I know who's coming after me. His name is Jesus. He's the one that I need to be focusing on. Not the fear and not the afraid and not the scared. 
Because that will disable us, folks. It is disabling the church already. Afraid to say this, afraid to say that, afraid to do this, afraid to do that. Just go ahead and fit in with the mold. Just go ahead and blend in. Uh-uh. Not this old boy. I blend in with the word that I preach to you every Sunday and Wednesday and any other time I get. That's what I blend into. That's my book, and my book tells me that I am not to have fear. Amen. Matter of fact, it tells me that I'm to be courageous in the Lord. There's only true courage in God, folks. Now, there's a lot of courageous events that's taken place throughout the course of history by many, many individuals, and praise God for it. Some people, by courage, have saved thousands and even millions. But I'm going to tell you, you want to find real courage, you find real courage in God Almighty. He's the one that supplies it. Let's look in the Word here. Some are afraid to don a pulpit and say certain things. Because they're afraid they won't have a job after church. That's the absolute truth. You know what needs to be said? What needs to be said is what's in this word. This word is the word of truth. This is the absolute. This is the sword of the Almighty. This is Jesus Christ alive. That's what this word is. It's a book of courage, not fear. Amen. Had many of those that the Bible names and mentions, and some of them over and over, had they given in to fear and being afraid and being scared, nothing would have ever got done. Nothing gets done today by the fearful. It's by the courageous. Amen. By those who are willing to step up and they might be without and they might not know how. They might even question them, they, themselves. How am I going to do this? Even something God called. How am I going to do this? I don't have the equipment. I don't have the provision. I don't have the mind. If you've got God, you've got what you need. Amen. He chose a lot of rejects, a lot of small folks. In the eyes of the world, at least they would be. But he charged them with something. He didn't just say, go do that. Many times, over and over and over and over, he said, fear not. When he gave them a mission, when he assigned them a task of God, he said, fear not. Don't be afraid. Multiple ways it's cited. Did you know, biblically, fear not. God's word, the King James at least, 365 times says, fear not. That's enough for every day. Once a day. Wake up, fear not. Praise God. What about leap year? Just go ahead and throw the 365 times into that one too. You'll do well and go ahead and start a whole other year. Fear not again. What is it about fear and scared and afraid that's so crippling? Mainly because fear displaces faith. 
our faith in? What's fear do to that? What's being afraid do? What if God assigns you something and says, well, I'm afraid to do that? What have you already done? Now understand concern and fear is two different things. But you've already locked yourself out of what God wants you to do and locked yourself out of a wonderful thing that God's trying to get you to experience and adventure in. Maybe for the sake of more than you. So why, why, why is it so crippling and disabling? Because that's what it's designed to do. Who designed it? Why did God say it so many times in His Word? And there are other forms and, and, and terms that mean the same thing that might not literally be mentioned, fear not, but God says in the entirety of His Word, don't be afraid and don't be scared and fear not. Matter of fact, He says, be of courage. Be of courage. How do you wake up every morning? You afraid? Are you scared what might happen? Are you in a frenzy already when your eyes open? Because something's got your mind and you're in turmoil and you're all worried and you're all confused. Fear brings confusion, folks. I'm talking to somebody this morning. You're perplexed. You're in a state of indescribable because what fear is doing to you and what's taking place in your life, and it's even like, you know, fear can lie to you. How many times have you honestly been afraid and along with that comes imaginations? What if? It's got to get worse. Huh? See, fear is accompanied by a lot of things. I'm going to go to Scripture here. We're going to start in, in the book of <clears throat> 2 Timothy. Very familiar verse. Heard it a jillion times. Some of you probably already had your thumb on it saying, I know where it's going. I'm here. <laughs> this is the foundational Scripture. 1 7, 2 Timothy. For God, who's God? Creator, provider, keeper, defender. Jesus is our Savior. Lord, you ever said God's my everything? He's my everything and all. This is God, he said, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear. He's not given us the spirit. Didn't come from God. Fear don't come from God, right? Amen. Now, we're to fear God. Whole different definition. That fear is a reverence and a respect. This fear that we're talking about here that Paul, by the Holy Spirit, is relaying to Timothy, God has not given us the spirit of fear. That's a kind of a strange way to put it. A spirit of fear. And explain it to you. The Greek term is dalia. The spirit of dalia. Greek carries a lot of emphasis. Hebrew carries a lot of emphasis. I urge you to study the Bible. Study what they mean in the Greek and the Hebrew. Dalia. Spirit. It's talking about don't let your life's breath. Don't let the content of, of what it is that keeps you going. 
Fear here means cowardice and timidity. Don't let your life be consumed by cowardice. Don't allow yourself to be so timid that you are, can do nothing. God cannot use cowardice, okay? He cannot use timidity. Why? Because first rattle out of the bag, you'll falter and fail. There are many, many examples through God's Word I could stand here and give you this morning. I could tell you uh, many, many times, as I've already said, God said, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. Be strong courage. Be not dismayed. I've got something for you to do. This is something great and mighty. We've all got something to do. We've all got something great and mighty to do for God. Amen. If you will win one soul, that's something great and mighty for God. But how many times are people afraid to say anything? They won't see me like they did before because if I ask them and talk to them about Jesus, they're going to see me as some kind of a freak. That's a fear in itself. This world markets for Satan every day, millions of times. Just look around. Billboards. Media. Television. Movies. Wardrobe. Scared to death to advertise anything for God anymore. Is that the way we're supposed to be? Are we supposed to be afraid to speak the name of Jesus? No. Do you know what this attempt is for? If the word of God can be shut down, if the name of Jesus can be denied among the very people that are supposed to be speaking it, ministering it, exampling it, preaching it, whatever, and if a fear can be stricken into them to shut up, because it's not popular in our world today. That's a fear. What's the fear? Afraid they're going to come get me. Afraid they're going to punish me. Going to do this or do that. Can go all kinds of directions. Fear is never ending if you allow it to run Amen. in your life. It'll cripple you before you start out. You will ultimately be paralyzed and again, you will be absolutely unable to function in any shape, form, or fashion for God. That's why the Bible tells us, God says it, be, be of courage, be strong. Be not dismayed. I think he told several of that. Joshua, Moses, I believe Gideon, and I'm just throwing them out. I haven't really looked them all up but many times over. What's dismayed mean? Be not dismayed. Let me tell you what dismayed means. Beat down by threats. Beat down by anxiety and fear. Knocked down and kept down. That's what dismayed means, biblically. God charged it with three times. Do not fear. Be of strong courage. Be not dismayed. There's three wonderful defenses right there. Actually, they're defenses and offenses. You go forth with courage, you've already got an offensive weapon. And I'm talking courage of God, not foolish courage. Sometimes God's courage simply means just wait a minute. Have enough courage to wait a minute. Don't open your mouth. There's no need to. Just be 
be courage enough to keep it shut. I'll tell you when to open it. We listen to God. First thing, and this radiated through me, before we can really have the courage and we can really get rid of this fear thing, we need to go back and back up to the thing I kind of referred to earlier, reverence and respect. When you're working for God, and we all should be, if you're a Christian, right? We gotta realize where we're at. Where are we at? We're on holy ground. What did the voice of God speak out to Moses when he went over and saw that bush burning? What did he say? Oh, get those sandals off your feet. You're standing on holy ground. Amen. I'm gonna tell you a lot of people don't know they're on holy ground. They're just doing the dance that's popular. They're just marching across stages and blowing things off and drawing crowds and smoke and lights and all these things. It's so entertaining and emotional. I'm talking about holy ground. You want to develop courage, you get on holy ground. Why? Because that's where God is. And God will supply the courage. He'll supply the fear not. Okay? More and more and more. I see evidence. I'm going to say it this way. Thank you. This is not a party. This is a battle. Amen. It's not a demonstration. The drive and spike your emotionalism. It's a real deal. Demons are running everywhere, doing all kinds of things around us. Laugh if you want to, laugh if you may, it's the truth. Amen. They're bringing all the ammunition of hell with them. And they've almost got an open corridor just to keep flooding it in. You know why? Again, people are afraid to stand up. Do you know we've been given authority by the Word of God Amen. to stand up Amen. against it? How do we stand up effectively against it? Courage. Mm -hmm. Fear not. Thus saith the Lord. This word gives us the charge. It gives us everything we need to walk in courage. My, we need courage among people of God Amen. to speak the word. Courage to pray. Courage to pray? Mm -hmm. Well, evidently there's a reason prayer isn't getting done and we're not seeing evidence. Uh -huh. I don't know if people are scared, but there's evidence that there's not a whole lot of prayer going on. Like should be. Right, I don't have time. How about that? See, fear can trickle in. It don't have to be plastered and just explosive. Fear can be very subtle. It can set up camp in your the residence of your life before you know it while we're supposed to constantly check up, constantly evaluate ourselves. Is that a good prayer? Yeah. God, give me courage, more courage every day, take any fear I might have. Is that a good prayer? Amen. Yeah. I guarantee you it is. This probably the enemy's number one weapon. Just throw the fear out there, that'll stop most of them. Mm -hmm. 
Remember the spies that went in ahead to spy out the promised land, the land of Canaan? You know, Moses sent them in. Go look it over. God had already promised it, hadn't he? What did he say? It's yours. Go get it. You know how many spies he sent in? Twelve. Twelve. They went down in the Cain's land and began to look and they saw all these wonderful lush things that was there, but they also saw something else. Word says they came back to report to Moses. And ten of them began to tell him how bad it was. How you cannot take this land. It's too big. It's too mean. Who's too big and too mean? Those giants. There's giants down there. You got giants in your life? I'm going to tell you, there's giants marching all over the United States of America right now, and they're not God giants. Amen. Who is this going to take them down? Who is this going to resist? How are we going to resist? By courage and fear not. And they told Moses, we can't do this. Virtually, it's impossible because we're scared. We're not only scared for ourselves, we're scared for everybody. What's that do? Make it worse. You know what else they did? They went in and began to mumble. Yeah. Tell everybody, you can't do that. We can't take that land. Except two. Joshua and Caleb. We can. You know, this affected Moses and Aaron so much that they fell on their faces and began to weep. And then all the others began to weep and cry because they was afraid. But Joshua and Caleb, you know what they said? So what are all y'all crying about? It's entirely possible. God said we can do it. Amen. Does that make it possible? Absolutely. But what's the deal? Because fear. They're afraid. You know what happened with those ten, by the way? The ten that were cowardice and basically shut down the promise of God to multitudes of people or tried to. Because when they were afraid, then they wanted everybody else to be afraid with them. That's how fear works. That's why it's being used today. Because fear works. Just tell a few folks, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. They can't keep it to themselves, right? They got to go tell something. They're going to do this, and before long, you got millions of people scared to death. The enemy knows it. He knows fear will work in the life of one or fear will work in the entire camp. Joshua went on into the promised land. He continued the vision of the promise of God. God said it. That means I can have it.
God spoke to him again. Same thing. Fear not. Be of strong courage. Be not dismayed. It's there. Go get it. Shortly after that, the walls of Jericho come tumbling down. Why? How? Because of courage. Do you think that looked impenetrable? Study up on the walls of Jericho, how huge, how tall they were, how thick they were. Fortified fortress of the day. Looked ironclad to any one being able to enter. But courage. Courage. And I'll add praise. Amen. Remember what uh, Joshua had the children of Israel do? What did he tell them to do? What he, he told them to do what God had told them to do. Amen. Yeah. Go down there and march one time a day around the city walls. Last day, go march around seven times. Amen. And what happened? Courage. Praise to God. And faith, of course. We know the story, don't we? walls come fell flat amen what about Gideon remember Gideon who was Gideon called by God to do something great you know where Gideon was at when God called him it was so bad in the land and there was such a a famine on that he was hiding in a wine vat trying to beat out a few pieces of wheat to have something to eat. That's where Gideon was at. And an angel of God showed up and I'll say it, he said, hey you. Talking to me? You. You think God can see courage before you see it? Yeah. Think you can see the potential of courage in an individual? We know the story of Gideon, or we should. That was a great battle. There's always enemies of God, right? Yeah. Read the Bible. Over and over and over again, the kingdoms and the armies of kings come against the nation of Israel. Come against the people. Always a challenge. Every day. Every day. Every day. Trying to annihilate them. Still trying to annihilate them today, folks. By what? Fear. Leaders of other lands are turning their back on Israel. You want me to tell you why? Fear. They better read this Bible. Gideon took an army of 32,000. God said, line them up. Put them in array out here. He told them, said, and I'm paraphrasing part of this. He said, all of you that are really disinterested and are fearful, go ahead and leave. You like to know how many left? 22,000. He went on down and told them again. and Everybody left. He said, take them on down here to the, take them down this river. He said, tell them all to drink. 
So he took them down to the river and they all began to drink and he said, okay, now look. The ones that drink like a dog, that's the ones you want. You know how a dog drinks? You ever watch him? He looks up, his eyes are moving. He may be drinking, but he's at least a smart dog. <laughs> some of them are too much of a pet to know to do much of anything. So are some Christians. Yeah. Just go on, the pastor will pet them. It's all you need. Tell them some nice things. That's all they really want to hear. Don't get a little too darn with them. Huh? This is serious material. Uh, come on. Courage for the Christian is serious material. So Gideon wound up with 300 out of 32,000. What are you going to do with 300 when this massive army out here all these giants are looming and threatening and mocking and telling you basically they're bigger than you are. I can tell you what Gideon's army did. They defeated them. You know why they defeated them? Because they had something called courage. Because they fear not. You know why they feared not? Because God said when God gives instructions, he's already planned the way, folks. Yeah. What falters is on the part of the ones he's given the instructions to. Yeah. Either going to do it or they're not going to do it, or they're going to get all tangled up in fear and dread. That's a part of fear. Dread. You ever dread? It's one of those things that will beat you down. Dread will beat you down. An imagination of it's worse than what it really looks like, and many times it's worse than what it really is. That ever happened to you? A kid in your head goes to spinning when you get some news and before long, you're about dead. <laughs> or somebody else will help make you about dead. Yeah. You ever had anybody come up and start telling you how bad you look? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You look sick. Before long, you are sick. Because they told you you was. That's a fear. It's a funny one. But that's the influence we can have on one another. Fear can be an influence. Again, when we're supposed to be exhibitors of courage. I want to talk to somebody who got courage every day more than I want to talk to somebody who's got dread and fear. Hallelujah. I'm going to get back to Timothy here in a minute, but we got territory to cover. Remember David? Who's David? He was one called with God. We talk about him around here all the time because David is a wonderful example of a lot of things. A lot of life's issues David is the example of. He messed up and he messed up bad, but he done great things for God too. He was a warrior at heart, but he also was a man after God's own heart. Famous account where David faced Goliath. His question lingers and it echoes. When he approached 
just to do nothing but take some victuals down to his brothers who were in Saul's army. And he got down there and here's all this confusion going on. The enemy loves to confuse. There was chaos in the battle ranks because of what? Fear. Why? Who were they afraid of? That giant. Nine and a half foot tall. Had a spear with the head on it weighed 12 pounds. Let me tell you something right here. Sometimes Satan looks a whole lot bigger than he really is. Amen. You know, anybody know what a spread matter is? What is it? How big is it? He ain't very big, but what happens when you agitate him? He, spread, he looks like a king cobra. That's the way Satan is. If he can get fear inside it in you and make you afraid and make you scared, he got you shut down. Amen. Come on. And it can be the smallest of things. Isn't it amazing how we can become so afraid sometimes of little things? Because why? Because of this thing. See, the courage of God has got to do with this, and it's got to do with this, and it's got to do with this. Physical, mental, spiritual. Courage is applicable to all three. Mm. Can you function without all three? No, not well. But when you got courage operating in all three, oh, did I finish the story of David? He said, and he's getting accused. One of his brothers come and said, you didn't come down here for any other reason than to watch us get slaughtered. David said, is there not a cause? Is there not a matter at hand here? Is there a matter at hand here? Have you got a matter at hand? Is there something, is there a giant going on in your life? Is there harassment going on in your life? This guy's out here got the whole army of Israel shut down. They're hiding behind rocks. We know the story. I, I talk about this a lot here. Because it is a phenomenal story of the strong courage of one individual. And what one individual can do against a giant. Come on. So can the church. Amen. So can you. Amen. You know, a big problem today, not just today, has been for a while. Preacher do all the devil fighting. Pray for the preacher to have courage. I appreciate that. <laughs> One way, but you need your courage yourself yeah. in another way. I don't mind praying for anybody. you see the instrumental effect of courage in a group look back to the accounts I've covered already Moses, Joshua, Gideon, David see it's it's contagious in a way courage is contagious 
because we build off each other. Iron sharpens iron. We build off each other. If one sees somebody of strong spiritual courage, most of the time, not all the time, because there are individuals that's just never going to take hope. They're going to remain weak in fear. But it's a drawing force. Courage is a drawing force for other people to follow up. They know that, hey, there's some people over here that's not afraid, so I'm going to join them. And when you got the courage of God, you can do great things. Amen. Biblical evidence all through God's Word. All through it. For examples for us. You may have a fear in your life this morning. Paul's picked up on something here in Timothy's life where I started. Timothy's getting ready to enter the battlefield of ministry. <laughs> He's a young guy. He ain't had a lot of experience yet. He's not a battle-hardened soldier. He don't have weaponry and armor and all this like Goliath had. But he had a call of God on his life. And Paul's trying to tell him here. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Don't don't let doom and dread and anxiety and timidity and cowardice be your every breath. Don't it be don't let it be the sustaining inhabiting force within you. Because if it is, you'll never get anywhere. And you'll certainly never do for God. There was opposition in the Old Testament days, there was opposition in Paul's day. Paul knew there was going to be opposition in Timothy's day and he knew one of the main things Timothy needed was courage and to know that God had not given him any kind of fear. Amen. But a power. It's quite opposite fear in a power. Like to thank here, spirit of power. What's power do? What's power do against fear? I'm talking power of God. If God gives a spirit of power, then it's God's power, right? What's that do? You like to think you got the power of God in your life? Amen. What else did he say? Of a sound mind. Three things. Believe it, believe it, believe it. Love. <laughs> in the middle, did you catch that one? Yeah. And the sound mind. Why love? I thought we was fighting a battle here. I ain't never seen much love inflicted in a battle I ever saw, huh? Why love? Because God is love. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Sometimes. And at all times, entirely, if at all possible, you fight with love. Sometimes we live in this world and we know sometimes that don't work. Like we want it to. But God put it right in the middle. Power, love, and a sound mind. How do you get a sound mind? What is a sound mind? A sound mind is a mind controlled by courage instead of afraid and scared 
Because when you're afraid and scared, it messes with this. It tells this that it's worse than what it is, that they're bigger than what they are, that there's more of them than you. Remember what Elisha, y'all remember the story of Elisha when his servant come running to him one morning, he said, man, there's a massive army down here. They've come to get us. They're going to destroy us. You know what Elisha's response was? Hey, there's more for us than there is for them. Because he looked out there in his spiritual vision, he saw God's army just lined up. God will provide, God will supply, God will make a way. When God calls us to do, and we've all been called to do, we've all been given positions on the battlefield. We're all in the marching army of God, all right? And as Paul here knew for Timothy, and as those long ago knew, and God told them many, many times over, I tell you today, fear not. God has not given us the spirit of fear. He's given us great power. Amen. His great love. And he's given us a sound mind. Glory. You may be fighting a giant in your life this morning. He may have heckled you. He may have you rolled up in a ball of anxiety. He may be telling you it's hopeless, it's over with. It's too bad, it's too mean, it's too ugly. You might as well give up. You know my philosophy when it comes to this. Devil, it ain't over till it's over. Uh, and when it's over, you're you going to get a whooping, buddy. You're going to get a whooping, amen. All the torment and fear. All the things he's imposed upon God's people. He's going to pay justly. But right now, we've got to deal with his advancements, his aggression, his inflictions of all kinds of things on us. But we can most effectively resist them, folks, with the courage of God. Again, Paul knew what Timothy was facing. He knew that he was getting ready to meet right up in his face everything Satan could possibly throw at him to shut him down. Uh-huh. He'll throw everything at you to shut you down. Yeah. Yeah. Some things are big. I've had some big ones lately. But I'm not folding up. I'm not sitting down and waving a white flag. I'm raising the word of God. A 66-sided sharper sword than we can imagine right here. This is the instrument. This is the effective tool show me a swordsman that's got confidence in his ability and folks I'm telling that's not a prideful thing we've got to have confidence in the ability God gives us 
and the will to use it. And the courage to go forth. You show me a swordsman that's confident in his ability and has courage, he can cut a button off a shirt. Or he can whoop a thousand. Whatever need be. Take up courage. I'll say it again. It's not God that's giving us a spirit of fear. Please, somebody, somebody, this is going right at you this morning. I don't know if you're here or you're there. Don't let that giant make you think that it's impossible. Or this situation or predicament you got going on in your life is too enormous to do anything about. Because this right here says it's not too big. Amen. Amen. It says God's on your side. Amen. And if God's on our side again, I said it earlier, who can be against us? God, all things are possible. Amen. Would you stand this morning? coin a little bit you know who demons are afraid of uh -huh. the name of Jesus <coughs> man that's got God of course they're afraid of Jesus uh -huh. who else they're afraid of the man that's got God behind or in front of a Christian that's full of God Amen. wielding his word anointed of the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Lord. Ooh. Let's flip it. Let's throw some fear in the other direction. Amen. Let's make somebody else afraid of us. Not to be proud and arrogant. Come on. But to be instrumental tools in this army that we're in. Effective soldiers. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Fear not, be strong, of good courage, be not dismayed. God said, For I am with you. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> You know, I get these confirmation just sensations. It's like the little wind blowing by. It's been delivered to you. Amen. What God says has been delivered to you. And when it's been delivered to us, what are we supposed to do with it? Receive it. Receive it and go with it. Let me add this. What we just mean, sometimes fear can be really so crippling that we're disabled. Don't ever hesitate or be too proud or be too scared to raise that hand to somebody else that I need help. I need somebody else's faith. I need somebody else's courage. I need to take somebody else's hand that 
that will wield the sword for me and pray the prayer and be courageous. I'll never be afraid to do that. Why stand right here and ask if anybody needs prayer most every service? Is there anybody this morning? There's a fear in responding to Jesus. Your mind will instantly tell you, uh, no, I'm afraid. I've said many times, you move your foot, one foot, kick that devil out of the way, make your way on up here, God's going to see to it and bless you. Amen. If you don't have Jesus in your life this morning, if you do not have him as Lord and Savior, if you've never confessed to him and asked him to come into your life, I'm going to invite you this morning. Kick fear out of the way. Amen. Kick it out of the way. Brothers, in a sense, I believe that's why all three of you have come this morning in some way or another. Just tell fear goodbye and take enough courage of God. I'm walking in the will and the word of God. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what God says I'm going to do. And we're going to pray for these if you are urged, moved to come. These altars are open. And we're here to lead you to Jesus if you so need so this morning. We're going to pray for these. Almighty God, Father, this morning we stand upon your word. We stand upon our belief in you. And I come with my brother this morning. We wield the sword together. God, we take up your word together, God. And we approach you this morning, your holy throne, God, before you coming. And I pray, God, that you meet this need in his life, God. I pray for a freedom and a liberation, God. Father, I just pray, God, Father, for a wonderful, glorious, godly courage to flood his body, his soul, his mind, his spirit, Lord. I pray, God, Father, for just a power, God. A power. Oh, glory. God, in Jesus' name, flood him, I pray, God. Loosen. Loosen, God, Father, God, from the stronghold in the name of Jesus, God, Father, that there be power of God, Lord, courage of the Holy Spirit, Lord, God, might, God, and strength, 
in your word, in your name, God, in your holy power, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. I got courage this morning. Amen. 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 Come on, pray for our brothers. Lord God, I know what your word says, Lord, and I know God by experience, God. I know the power of your word. I know God the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord. I know Jesus, you heal, and I ask you, God, right now to heal my brother, Lord God. I ask you, Father God, Lord, to address any fear, God, that might be residing in him today in association with this issue, God, or any other way. I pray, God, for a freedom, God, today, Lord. I just pray, God, Father, that courage of God rise up, Lord God, as we apply faith, we apply, apply God, our, our confidence, our uh, together, Lord, coming, Lord, and connecting our faith, God, for him, Lord. And we just pray that you just relieve him of this distress. Lord God, that you heal, Lord God. I pray that you give Brother Stan a might and a power, Lord God, Father. This mind, God, Father, be free, God, of any anxiety, worry, torment in the name of Jesus, that it be filled up with the joy of the Lord. Who's our strength, God, Father? Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the holy name of God. We give you glory this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Jesus. Come on, brother. Let some, uh, let some emotional things, let some emotional things get back in. Did you hear me? And I need to get back in step. Did you hear me? Mm -hmm. Almighty man of Babylon. What God told you. Almighty man of Babylon. God said the Babylon was coming. He sees potential in you. He knows what's in you. But the Satan's the one who keeps throwing these things at you, trying to get you tripped up, get you thinking, get you. Yes, got me out of step. Yeah. We're going to get back in step. Yeah. Who are we going to tell? Get out of the way. Right. Get me back. Courage. A profound courage. With just a profound courage. That means just an instilled courage, okay? Against the wiles of the devil, all right? Okay, to go forth, step forth, to stay in tune, to stay in on the track, okay? Yeah. Father, this morning. God, I pray for my brother this morning. I ask you, God, Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, God, we, first of all, we come against these attempts, these evil attempts of the enemy that's trying to uh, arm, harm him, Lord God, and distract him, Lord, and lure him, God. We come against him. We apply the name of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, the word of the cross. And God, I pray for an instillment of courage in Brother Stoney this morning. God, I, I just pray for a growing of valor, Lord God, Father. Lord God, his past shall not haunt him, God. Our past should not haunt us. Nobody's past should haunt him. And Lord, this morning, God, we kick that out, Father God. We kick out all fear. We remove it in the name of Jesus by the authority of your word, God. Father God, you said it. You have not given us the spirit of fear. You've given us power and love and a sound mind. And that's what I invoke into my brother this morning, God, with prayer. And we come to you, God, believing and knowing, God, that you'll do what we ask, God, Father. Lord, that God, his life can just be in tune with you, Lord God, armed, God, to the extreme of courage of the Holy Spirit and, God, a resistance against evil and every temptation and deceitful thing that tries to come and invade him, Lord. I just ask you to bless him mightily, Lord, in Jesus' glorious name. 
Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Wrong the Lord. You just have it yourself. Especially when you think, I'm going to tell you, they're going to be trying to go. Yeah, John. You've got a sword in both hands. Just imagine this. Okay. The sword of God, and you start whacking. Okay. And you call out, the sword of God, I'm cutting you to pieces. Yep. Whatever it is. Right? Yeah. If, if, it was a, if you were a soldier, I'm an inch critical. It's critical. You got an enemy out here that's trying to destroy you or somebody else. And that's what I want you to get with it, okay? You start hacking and you start chopping. Right and you tell it what's going on in the name of God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what David told the lie. In the name of the Lord God of Israel, I come against you. God, I pray for the boldness and courage. God, you know that Sean this morning, God, Father, you brought him a long ways, Lord. God, you prepared him, and you're still preparing him, God, for great work. And, Lord, I just pray, God, what he's asked for this morning, the courage, the boldness, God, Father, just uh, uh, power, Lord, that power, Lord, God, that you speak. That Paul spoke to Timothy, God, that power, God, and love in the midst, God, Father, the sound mind that he can have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Lord, just godly wisdom, godly knowledge, godly understanding, Lord, God, just apply it. Provide him, Lord, just abundantly and wonderfully and gloriously we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. We we'll receive Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord, praise the Lord. Good, isn't it? Glory. Amen. Praise God. Let's take on. Church, you know our pastor's situation and his wife. And I think you know that it's been a rough week again for him. I'm just asking all the prayer warriors, the church, to come and surround our pastor and pray for him and lift him up because uh, he speaks of courage and uh, no fear what he's going through, and it's, uh, it was a blessing to me this morning. I want to ask all you ladies to surround my wife. She's not here, but just go ahead and surround her, all right? Uh, she's watching this morning, and she's feeling better this morning. We, uh, the courage and the power and the faith in God, that's going to continue. And we're, we're tired of this fight and this battle and all this raging, so appreciate that. I'll go right ahead. Lord God, we come to you this morning, Lord. We lift up our pastor, that, and we thank you for this message that he's given this morning, Lord. On fear, you know, we all have fear in our life, and that for him to be going through what he comes through and deliver this message to us, Lord. Father, I ask you to lift him up, and in your will, God, I thank you, I thank you for Judy's healing. We have mighty thanks for us, Lord God. We will not be prevented, God, by fear or torment, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for these brothers. Thank you for these. Sisters. We just accept this and receive it in Jesus' mighty name. Believe it and trust in it. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
Dismissed in Jesus' name. Hope to see you tonight. God bless you.